This is the game of life. Welcome to the game of life. I'm your host, Gail Nelson, President and CEO of Big Brothers Big Sisters of Miami, and I am so pleased to have with us as we start Black History Month, as we thought as we talk about giving back to the community and really celebrating uh, legacy partners. Uh, Wells Fargo, I have with me today Pat Morris, Community Affairs Officer, South Florida, and Bill Jones, a Senior Vice President, Senior Fiduciary Advisory Specialist from Wells Fargo. Gentlemen, welcome to the game of life. Yeah, great Thank to be here. Thank you for having us. Oh, no, it's an absolute pleasure. I must say, I'll say it again throughout this podcast. We started this podcast to really talk about relationships, positive relationships with community leaders, with great brands, but what Wells Fargo has meant to Big Brothers Big Sisters through board leadership, through the uh, investment and the philanthropy of Wells Fargo. Thank you, thank you, thank you on behalf of the kids. Thank you, Gail, for all the work you guys do and your staff here and all the volunteers that make this such an amazing organization. Well, Pat, let's talk about that. And when, when you think, when I think about all the ways Wells Fargo has invested specifically in Big Brothers Big Sisters and also in other nonprofits throughout South Florida, why is corporate citizenship so important to the Wells Fargo brand? Yeah, and so it, it goes back to the to the real foundation of who we are as an organization. We're only as good as the communities in which we're investing in and our branches are in, our lines of business that operate in it. And so that is a mindset that really comes from the top of the organization and has. It's part of our DNA. It's part of our culture. Uh, we, over many years, have been different banks and, uh, you know, First Union to Wachovia to Wells Fargo. And, uh, and it has probably never been stronger than at this point in time, the last several years, where uh, the, the encouragement of being involved in the community and making an impact in the community. Is, it is not just about the grant. That's important. We gave out 230 grants to different organizations yes. from Palm Beach to uh, Key West last year. But uh, it's about the relationships, about a Bill Jones who's been on your board for a number of years. Absolutely. And other organizations in the education space where we've had uh, literally, you know, 12, 15, 24 years of service on boards of either a person or over that many years, different people. And uh, so it's the board leadership that we bring. It's that, that talent that we bring. And it's also the the real way to engage our team members in service. And, you know, we've got plenty of bigs that are uh, working with you every day. And there's Absolutely. a lot of other ways in which we bring our talent to uh, support the work that you do and to many other organizations. Well, Florida. from an educational standpoint, uh, Wells Fargo gets an A-plus in corporate citizenship. So you're making the grade. Let's maintain that. We appreciate that. Keep studying hard. We're going to keep doing that. And keep giving back because it is absolutely uh, going to some great causes, and we certainly are very appreciative of that. Speaking of board leadership, Bill, you have served on the agency board of directors, currently on the foundation board of directors with such a long leadership history, and you could spend your time doing a lot of things. Why Big Brothers, Big Sisters, sir? Um, Yeah, it's been a... Between the two different uh, boards for the agency, uh, it's been a total of over 14 years. 14 so. years. You haven't aged a bit. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> okay. We'll go with that. <laughs> anyway, um, you know, but, it, you know, starting out uh, early on just with committee memberships and at one point board chair and now on the foundation board, I've seen the organization grow and mature and the work and, and how just the sheer number of people that are touched by the agency I mean, I remember 14 plus years ago, we were excited when we, you know, if we hit 800 children served, and now we're well in the thousands. Yes. And 
to see that impact and to see, you know, under your leadership and to see the, the growth of the agency and the impact it's having in community is amazing. I got involved because I wanted to make a difference and I, I, I actually uh, looked at a lot of different organizations and was trying to figure out, you know, which ones aligned with my interests, but also which ones really had an impact. And when I met with uh, different people at Big Brothers Big Sisters, many of which are still involved, you know, 14 years later, which also speaks of legacy. Right. I mean, wow. you have board members that are 20-plus years that, that still are just as committed as uh, the day they started. But, you know, the impact of mentoring, you know, trying to, what I'll say, break the cycle, you know, trying, you know, there, there are just thousands of youth just in Miami-Dade who, you know, want to do better, and they just don't know how, or their parents don't know how. They don't have the resources. Uh, a lot of them, as you know, are single parents and struggling uh, to manage the household, and they don't have sometimes the time to do the extra things. So, you know, I, my involvement with the organization really comes from a, a, a personal point of concern, trying to break that cycle and trying to help others who want to be helped. That's special. And Bill, let's stay on. Speaking of impact, you know, you've also you're an alumni Big Brother, mm -hmm. and obviously when you uh, I remember when you called me and said, you know, I'm going to sign up to be a Big. Because uh, that's not, not a board requirement for all potential board members that are listening. <laughs> yeah. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, yeah. all the social media channels. Just to be clear, uh, you can be a donor and not be a board member. You can be a big and not be a board member. Or you can be all of the above. I think I just did my job uh, there, yeah. Bill. But your impact as a big brother, what does that experience teach you? It, it's been amazing. And I still keep in touch with his name is Sakori. Yes. And I still keep in touch with Sakori. He, uh, he is... You know, a, a really fine young man who uh, faced challenges early on. And when I was first matched with him, he was at Miami Day Charter School downtown and really was struggling in school, was uh, having some outbursts, um, having trouble, uh, you know, playing nice with others in his class. And, and uh, it was interesting because his, his mother was working two jobs, didn't have a car. And so, one time when he had an outburst, they actually called me because my office was right next door. So I kind of ran over and, um, you know, I, I've seen him over the years just mature, calm down, um, gain some confidence. And, you know, it's the little things. I, Gail, I've shared the story with you a couple times over the years. But, you know, the things that we take for granted, many of us take for granted in our daily lives, his favorite thing to do when he was younger was to go to the car wash. As I said, they never had a car. And so a car wash was like a really, you know, special thing for him. Uh, how do you silverware, how to hold silverware, you know, just wasn't part of uh, something that he was learning at home, right. uh, how to shake hand, how to ha shake hands, how to have eye contact, how to, I mean, it's just so many things that we don't, you know, that uh, people that, you know, are uh, exposed to a broader range of experiences, learn one way or taught one way or the other and he just wasn't uh he didn't have a father figure in his life and he didn't learn so many things and so the the part that was so scary for me at the beginning is what am i going to do it was easy because you don't realize how um important the the uh things that we can pass on to them really are to them and your commitment uh is is commendable i remember every now and you'd give me a call Hey, Gail. <laughs> I'm like, Bill, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> but it, it, let us never take 
things for granted. Right. So many kids in the Wells Fargo brand, from a corporate citizenship standpoint, from a leadership standpoint, from just taking the time. You know, I say I share on this podcast all the time. It's called the Game of Life. We're not. It's not a sports podcast. Obviously, mm-hmm. it's a mentoring podcast. Right. Because in the Game of Life, everybody makes the team, quote unquote. But how we play is up to us. Right. And kids have to overcome socioeconomic challenges, domestic challenges, uh, and so insert mentor, insert that trusted friend and counsel, and all of a sudden, there's and give it time because no two children are alike, just like I got four kids at home, and I got to deal with each of them separately and in a unique way. Speaking of mental... You know, let me just also say one thing, I think, for folks who are listening. um, I know in my 25-plus years of being in Miami... You know, talk to people like Mike, Mark Eyeglash. Uh, yeah, Mark Eyeglash. Uh, you know, talking to Mayor Danny Gelber yes. about his mentor, Bill Saunderson, who's been involved with, with Big Brothers and Big Sisters Excellent. on the, the Broward Board and, and uh, Inez Ross up there. The, the, the single theme that runs through that is this was the best thing I ever did in my life. Incredible. And, and I thought that I was going to impact this kid, <clears throat> this young girl, a young boy, and I thought, boy, I'm going to change their life. It worked the other way around. The other they way changed around. my life. That's right. Every single one of the dozens and dozens of folks that I know who have been involved as a big uh, would would say that same thing. So no doubt about it. And I never get tired of hearing that because yeah. it's I a two-way benefit. I got goosebumps just thinking mm-hmm. that. I mean, it's just it's it's so true. You know. And and the thing that uh, mentors, you know, bigs need to remember is I, the organization will support you all along the way. And those calls that I made to you back then in your role at the time, you know, they were uh, you know. So, you know, Socori is struggling in school this way. What can we do to help? That's and right. the agency, through your match support person or through the resources of the agency, can provide so you know many things to help the family and help the little. Absolutely. And so you know, it, it's not just it, it's it's not just uh, weekend outings and uh, dinners here and there and sports events. It's all the other things that the agency provides uh, that really make a difference, I think. I'm taking you guys with me everywhere. I can tell you, I I think the the other thing that that Bill, you know, touched on a little bit is that it's not just that young boy or young girl. It's their entire family. That's correct. That, you know, I know, again, from my friends that are, that have been a a big, that um, it it is really, you know, the the sense is that they've changed the trajectory of this family's Mm -hmm. life, you know? First time a kid, maybe first in the family go to college and maybe graduate from high school and all of those firsts that a result of having somebody who's, you know, kind and caring and a little more knowledgeable of the world than they are at, you know, 12 or 13 or 14. That shows an interest those, in their life. Yes, no exactly. Caring adult. Well stated, gentlemen. I was kind of under underlying when you all were speaking. I'm going to take you guys with me to every one of yeah. my meetings now. We're there, I'll just man. say, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Pat and Bill, and I'll sit down. <laughs> but no, thank you. I mean, so it, the alumni bigs you mentioned, the personal impact that Bill, as, a, as an alumni big brother, has made in the life of this young man. Uh, who mentored you, Pat? Because all of us can relate to yeah. a trusted friend in council. You know, it's funny. Because I grew up in Long Island. I grew up in Hicksville, Long okay. Island, um, up to high school and then moved to Pennsylvania. But, you know, my my dad was a lawyer. He was involved in the community, uh, you know, kind of first generation to go to college as well. Um, did a lot of work with Irish American Society and Knights of Columbus and the church. So we did a lot of volunteering and met a lot of people. But it was older guys that were in my neighborhood. My dad wasn't a mechanic. My next-door neighbor, 
you know, had a small business fixing washers and dryers and had antique cars. Hmm. So every Saturday or Sunday or, you know, that my mom went calling for me, she just walked next door to the Kissick's house because I was probably under a 1910 Willie's Night, you know, looking at an engine. <laughs> That's a because, car, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. I mean, it's a beautiful Lost old car. Me too. <laughs> but yeah. And so, well, 1928 might have given it away, 1910. But, you know, so I spent time with those guys who taught me stuff that I was going to get at home. Mm-hmm. And the other guy, my next-door neighbor, Mr. McGann, you know, I love the guy. He was like a second father, too, and he was just a handyman, could fix anything. Now, I'm not sure all of those skills did not rub off, unfortunately. My wife and kids would tell you that. <laughs> but that's where I spent a lot of my time, yes. hanging out with other guys. I learned fishing. My dad wasn't a fisherman. I learned to fish, on, you know, in, uh, in Long Island Sound from a, a neighbor who, you know, had a couple of kids, and I was always with them anytime they went fishing. So I had those older guys around me who I would, you know, that were all different right. backgrounds yes. and races and, but it was all a little bit of mix of helping make me who I am. You That's know, beautiful. I was, was also fortunate to have a grandfather who was, you know, um, you know, an Irish immigrant that moved here when he was 16 and, you know, kind of, this is the country that he loved. And I learned about, you know, what it was like to be engaged in your community and then enjoy your heritage. And, you know, he spoke with a big thick Irish brogue and, uh, you know, that heritage was really important to us, and we spent a lot of time with him. So we learned from him and those things that you want your elders to pass down Absolutely. to your, the, the, you know, the grandchildren. I was one of those ones who, you know, learned that from my, grandchild, my, a, my grandfather. A true sense of community. Bill, same question. Who mentored you, and what did they teach you? Um, I have to say definitely uh, my father. Uh, he's been uh, passed away probably almost 30 years ago, but... During those formative years, it was definitely him. He uh, used to take me. We we have a family business, and he would uh, take me with him on Saturday mornings. And you know, we'd eat at McDonald's on the way there for breakfast. And he'd say, "Don't tell your mother." <laughs> you know, and, uh, but and I'd sit there, and you know, just to watch his work ethic. And um, both my parents uh, have a strong uh, conviction that you know we've been fortunate in life, and we need to give back. And that's just ingrained in our family's DNA. And I think that's. Um, you know, from watching both my my mother and my father and uh, starting a business from scratch and, you know, as they tell, you know, I, as I witnessed it, you know, in the office all day long taking orders and then working at night the next eight, ten hours mm. till two, three in the morning fulfilling those orders because they couldn't pay the people to come in and actually do it. So they do the office in the day and then they'd go make what they sold during the night. So it was just a... Uh, you know, it was just uh, amazing, and we were very lucky to have my uh, grandmother live with us growing up, who was able to help, you know, with the house and the kids. So she has, she was also a big influence on me. Knowing you your learned work that West that lesson very well, my friend. <laughs> Thank you. And your dad would very be very proud. I of was you. just you. about to say exactly. that, Pat, and you Sorry, beat me to no. That's okay, pal. You, you beat me to the punch. But knowing your work ethic, mm. uh, those mentors did a great job. Thank you. Absolutely. No question. When we moved into our new facility here in uh, August of 2016. Wells Fargo has made its mark on this beautiful facility, 46,000 square feet of what I call game-changing experience and platform for the kids and families that we serve. Uh, the Wells Fargo Day of Service. Yeah. You've made your mark literally yeah. uh, throughout this facility, inside and out. Uh, tell us about uh, just not only the commitment, that's clear, but the Wells Fargo Day of Service and specifically what you've done here in the building. I will. And, you know, first of all, I want to start by saying thank you to Carnival for their uh, – support to make this Absolutely. a reality. Shout and out to Linda Cole. I love <laughs> Linda Cole. And uh, all of the donors who helped make this happen. Wells yes. Fargo is one of many. Uh, but our uh, 
Our day of service is really special. A couple of years ago, four years ago now, we started uh, South Florida and Central Florida doing a day of service. We went out in the community. Many of the partners who we have people on boards and engage with to uh, find a way that we could put our people and their time and kind of sweat equity into those organizations. So uh, two years ago, we did our first project here at the new building, and we did uh, partnered with a you know, uh, Bill and his his uh, uh, wealth folks that came out here mm-hmm. put their suit aside for a couple hours, and uh, <laughs> it was a nice, hot, uh, sunny day, if I remember, and mulched the whole place, put plants in. We built inside. We had uh, bookshelves that we That's were right. building. We were putting those books on those shelves, and just a, a, a transformational day. This past year... And well, probably, don't forget about the purple picnic table. Uh, well, I Bill, was going to say that. Bill, Bill painted part of I, my T-shirt, I, I but I don't want to put that on. I think Bill might still have some paint, paint on somewhere. one of those shirts. <laughs> exactly right. So, yeah, that, that was one thing we noticed you didn't have is any place for your staff to kind of... And the building had just been open, literally. Sure. So so we put a bunch of t- couple of tables out there, and I know when I come by, I see them out there enjoying it. Yes, so that's been great. Last year, we did a little bit different. Um, instead of just a couple of parts of the state doing a day of... So we actually did a statewide day of service. Wow. So we did 130 projects statewide. I'm very proud to say that from Palm Beach to uh, Key West, where I have uh, responsibility for 60 of those projects happened in our footprint. Incredible. And so we did a Broward project with Big Brothers, Big Sisters, and then here as well. And Beautiful. we did, uh, Bill was, again, one of those very hot uh, middle of September days. And Bill was outside with a pickaxe and shovels putting in uh, trees and bushes and we had a beautiful mural outside another area for the staff to go actually with I guess I understand the bigs and the littles go out there and then we uh we kind of well we we engaged a local artist who joined us and put murals on the second floor and just you know it's one of those things that just our folks absolutely love doing and I said the the best part of this project would be coming on Monday when you see the kids come in and see those faces. And I didn't have a chance to do that, but uh, I've done that many, many other projects in, in previous lives. And it's just there's nothing like putting your time and energy into it and then seeing it, you know, kind of all year long. And I'm looking forward to finishing the podcast and going back down to second floor and seeing what those murals look like. No, it's a beautiful thing. And the kids, it's just amazing how art does that. Yeah. Kids, I mean, different kids see different things. Like, oh, I see a flower over here. But it's so, so important. We're here in the game of life. Pat Morris, Bill Jones, Wells Fargo, a brand that continues to give back to the community. If you're listening on this to this podcast, you want to get involved, 305-644-0066. Follow the lead of Wells Fargo because they're certainly making a difference. Pat, just let me just stay with that context of giving back for just a sure. minute. Uh, here it is, February 1st, Black History Month. Now, in my life, black history is every single day. You're right. I don't just stop. So on March 1st, it's like, oh, I'm sorry. Let me go back to normal. I've been black my whole life, just for the record. Just want to let you guys know that. But here's the thing. Glad you clarified that. (laughs) Just wanted to to make make, make that clear. Uh, But here's the thing. (laughs) What in the space of just giving back and the intentionality with some great projects? I mean, when I think about the kids we serve, when we we think about the reality of uh, mentoring, seven out of ten kids we serve are children of color. Yeah. Mostly boys. The waiting list is mostly boys, mostly black boys. And so it's so important to have a a great brand like Wells Fargo to give back. What are some of the creative things you all have done in the space of just black history? I got to tell you, um, you know, we take the MLK Day celebration uh, to heart around the country. Beautiful. And we've had um, uh, MLK Day projects literally in every part of the part of the country and in fact 
even international. And in South Florida, uh, in, in Palm Beach, we did a project with the YMCA up in Palm, Greater Palm Beach. And in Broward, we did an m- amazing project with uh, Ellie Leeds YMCA yes. in Broward. And in Miami, we did a Saturday project with the Opelika CDC. Beautiful. Where members of our uh, Black African American team member network came mm-hmm. out. And we partnered with a bunch of lines of business. And we, we actually planted an urban farm. Uh, with working with Willie Logan, one yes. of a great leader in our yes. community, and his great folks at Opelika CDC, did a phenomenal project there. And then on the MLK Day holiday in Miami, we partnered with City Year that has for a long time, City Year United Way, done a phenomenal project, a really a full school beautification is the only thing I can say. And so our 30 or so team members that showed up, along with 600 other people from the community and a lot of those young boys and girls you're talking about from Madison Middle School came out and we transformed that school. City is an amazing organization, do amazing work, and they they do some transformative projects. And so they've got core members that are at that school. And so for about a month before, they were there putting the murals on the wall, etching them out, I mean, really detailed things. And then the volunteers came in. Amazon was there and a couple of other banks. And, you know, I mean, Carnival had some employees out there, I believe. So it was just an amazing transformative day. And, you know, if you look at the five we did in South Florida and you multiply that by another 12 or 15 that happened in Florida by, you know, all of the states, literally thousands and thousands of people came out in honor of one man and his legacy of service, Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr., and it was uh, it was such a proud day to walk out of there and see the work that we had done and know that, you know, around the country, you know, his his words are still as strong today as they were. No doubt about you know, it. Many many years ago. And the so. content of our character, absolutely, not so much right. the color of our skin. And let me just say this uh, before we close out the show, Bill, for all those individuals and companies who are thinking about getting involved in the space of mentoring individuals and companies, what's your message to them? Just do it, and you won't be sorry, as Pat said. Um, I've yet to meet a big that you know didn't get more out of it than the little, and I see the impact on the littles. And I think what's scary to a lot of people is I don't know what we'll do, I don't know what to say, I don't have the time. And the thing is that you know that call to the agency and working with the match support people, but and also the people that match and set up the matches, they make sure that you're matched with someone who shares the same interests as you. It, you know, they, it's, an ama- it's amazing how uh, well they do it, putting people together that you know, share a common interest. And then once you are matched, there's all different ways you can be involved, not just in the, uh, what I'll call the private activities, the one-on-one activities, sure. where you have to come up with something to do. The agency has almost monthly That's right. a group event, whether it's out at Crandon Park or a Marlins game or a, so, you know, if nothing else, just go on the agency. And that's what I did. The first year that I was matched with Sikori, I took advantage of almost every single agency-sponsored event. And what I did at those is I met other bigs. I got ideas on what to do. I also, you know, Sikori met other people his age. And then we found other couples, you know, to hang out with, other bigs and littles that we could hang out with. And then also it just gave me a ton of ideas of what we could do and, uh, you know, it doesn't cost a lot of money. It's amazing. You know, just the beach. You know, Sequoia had never been to the beach. Mm-hmm. You know, just going to the beach, just seeing things and going to the nature center on, on Key Biscayne and just a million experiences that he had never had. And so it's, you know, what's really nice about the organization is they support you at every level. 
and they'll get you the idea and it's it's not as scary and it's not the it's not the time it the time is what you you know what you make available Absolutely. and uh you know like sakori was grateful for every minute he got and he understood if i if i was traveling on business or wasn't able to you know to see him that week so um i think the the, the stated commitment is a once a month and and i think that you know you don't doesn't sound like that one day a month would be impactful but it really is Absolutely. Wells Fargo, an incredible brand doing incredible things here in Miami and South Florida, all across this beautiful country. Pat Morris, Bill Jones, thank you for your corporate social responsibility. Thank you for your leadership, the friendship we enjoy on behalf of the kids. I said it in the outset. I'll say it as we close. Thank you for what you're doing for the kids in South Florida. And for those listening, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all the social media channels. There is no excuse for not getting involved. The right. cost of doing nothing is far too high. Thanks for being on The Game of Life. Thank you, Gail. That's another podcast. <laughs> Happy Black History Month. Let's do what we can to change a kid's life every day, right now. Let's go. Game of Life, where everybody makes the team, but how you play is up to you.